Welcome to the Open House Podcast. Conversations exploring life, faith and hope with Stephen O'Doherty. Paul MacDonald of Anglicare Victoria is head of the Home Stretch. It's a campaign. A number of organisations have joined with Anglicare to say that even though these young people are legally adults at 18, they should have the option to voluntarily stay at least till 21 and be supported in that with uh, funding and other help. That's the way it is in other countries like the US and Canada, New Zealand, I think. Uh, They're going to bring that in next year. Well, Paul MacDonald, welcome to Open House. Good to be here. I guess the first question would be something along the lines of the simple uh, approach, which is why is there any need for care to end at 18 anyway? We live in a free world. Presumably good arrangements can continue, can't they? Family arrangements can continue? Well, well, they can, but we have in... um Every state of Australia um, legislation that says that for any child in state care, all that care arrangement, all that promise of the care or the protection or the legal requirements to look after that uh, young person all terminates at 18. So in effect, um, any reimbursements the foster carer, kinship carer is receiving, any caseworker involved with that child's life, Mm. any of the needs of domestic support or psychological support, all terminates on the turn of a date of an 18. Now, now you are correct that, you know, well, what's stopping that continuing on on a voluntary basis with some of the children foster care and kinship care? Well, the fact is, if we're going to do the the proper job in caring for children in state care, shouldn't we be also properly seeing that they're able to um, go and live a, a good young adult life when they're ready to go rather than based on a birthday? Yes. Well, and the question is a naive one, and I'm certainly not a naive person. While we all know that we we can probably name people that have had successful, wonderful relationships with foster parents um, well after the age of 18 and consider them their natural parents and families continue, that's not the experience of a lot of kids, though, is it? In fact, maybe even the majority. No, no, that's very true. So around Australia, we have about 3,000 15 to 17-year-olds who have to have their care terminated each year. What we do know is that 50% of those are likely to be either in jail, homeless, unemployed, or a new parent just within the first 12 months of them leaving care. 50%, yes. Yeah, yeah, 50%. And we also know that 35% will have five places or more of abode in their first 12 months. And if we have a look at the youth homeless figures, which um, the National Youth Homeless Survey, the last one that was done by Swinburne University, Mm. shows that 63% of those who are homeless and young are in fact care leavers. So what all those figures say, and we can talk a lot about figures, but really what what we do know is that young people leaving state care for, for at least half of them have really... Uh, well, struggle, have very poor life outcomes. Yes. And it's not a way to actually get themselves going up and independent into adulthood by actually severing that sort of care and support at 18. No. Yes, and if people just think about the young adults that they know, not everybody launches in the same way. So this this period of um, late adolescence into early 20s and so on, it's about launching into an adult life. Now, if all of your support is taken away at 18, if that's the experience of, that you have, you're going to have a lot of trouble launching into a successful life, and that's how I think that's being shown in in those figures. But you could flip it round and say, why, why don't we provide that care? Why was it that we turned off the tap at 18 for these kids when they were already amongst the most vulnerable in our society? 
Well, that's right. I think we've all talked ourselves into <laughs> what does 18 actually mean. Yes, you could vote. Yes, you can have a legal drink. Yes, you can drive. But adult, it does not make you. Look, I had a father actually write to me. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote to me on the eve of his daughter's 18th birthday. And he said, do you know, Paul, I've been watching this home stretch campaign and your call for extending care past 18 and why care abrupts. I'm looking at my daughter. She's on the eve of her 18th birthday. She will go to bed tonight at 17. But when she wakes up, not much will change. She'll still have the school uniform ready there on. Lunch will be still ready for her. We'll be still there ready for all her needs. So in in effect, the uh, dad wrote to me, in effect, not much change between her turning from 17 to 18. And I think it's a falsehood to think that a young person overnight grows up as an adult functioning and can handle independent living. So we've brought in things like 18-year-olds who are voting, drinking and driving, (laughs) but brought them into this thing about actually adult care and raising. And most importantly, 85% of 18 to 21-year-olds here in Australia are still with their parents, either one parent or both parents. 85% are still in their household. So we're saying to the state care system in every state, it's time you grew up yourselves. It's time you actually acted, acted like modern parents are acting and actually care for these young people till they're ready to go. And yes. we know that about a third of these, if we cared for about a third, we would halve the homeless rates for this cohort, we would double their education, and government would get a return on investment on average for every dollar they spent on extending care, paying for extending care, and it's not very expensive, they'll get a $2 return back. Well, our guest is Paul MacDonald. He's the director, I guess, or coordinator of this home stretch campaign. He's also the head of Anglicare in Victoria, which commissioned the original research, which was done... Was it Deloitte who did the original research? Yeah, Deloitte Access Econ- yeah. Economic. Right. So did they do one of those social return on investment sort of analyses of extending care to produce the numbers that you just gave? That's right. So what yeah. they did was they re- Research the international countries and United States, United Kingdom, Europe, Canada, who have all brought in uh, extended care through to 21. They had a look at the measurements of the evaluations and, and the returns that those governments received mm-hmm. as a result of continuing a child in being supported through to 21. And then what they did was that they priced the Australian figures to those, not the um, international figures, but priced it in the Australian context, mm-hmm. and they found this. They found that you would halve the homeless uh, uh, homeless rates amongst these young people. You would reduce their hospitalisations by a third. You'd reduce their arrests by a third. You would actually double their education involvement. You'd reduce their drug and alcohol so uh, usage. So they found that, but then they also costed that. And they found that on average nationally, even it's about $2.13 return for every $1 spent to extend care. So economically, it makes sense. And yeah. depending on what state of Australia you are in, it, you know, that fluctuates around the two, $2.40, $2.50. Yeah. So there's great, not only you know, parental moral you know, case for this, but there's an economic case as well. There is. If you're motivated by that above other considerations, then, then there's always that. You're not asking now in this campaign um, for any compulsion, and of course you can't compel anyone anyway, but what exactly are you calling for the governments to change here? Yes, well, look, uh, no young person who's grown up in care is compelled under our, what we're asking for this reform, is compelled to remain in that care arrangement. It needs to be voluntarily taken up. What we're asking governments to do is 
change their state legislation to offer the option, just offer the option that if a young person wishes or needs to remain supported by their carer, by their foster carer or kinship carer, and needs the support of through a caseworker, that that option can continue, that care arrangement can continue through to 21. Mm. Now, at the moment, in every state in Australia, we we say to every 15-year-old, and this is 15, at 15, the child protection system will go to that young person and say, right, you've turned 15, it's about time now you have a leaving care plan. So we're even going to 15-year-old saying you've got to get ready to start you know, leaving care day. So that undermines the, well, I'll put it another way rather than undermines, it creates anxiety yeah. for a young person in relation to that. Now, what we're saying is change the legislation and start actually having a plan where some kids might want to take the option of continuing on through to 21. Well, let's get that all sorted out when they're 15 so that we continue on. And what would happen after 18? Well, if the carer and the kid want to stay together, the carer gets the reimbursements, we, we get a caseworker involved, and life goes on through to 21 at an author uh, authorised by the state to continue that payment. There's no statutory relationship. That is, there won't be any legal guardianship over that young person at 18, 19, 20 like there is if they're under 18. Okay. But the care and support would remain just like they were as if they were in care. Well, look, it's very sensible. Uh, how have you been received by various state governments? Well, we've had some good progress. We've had Tasmania... Uh, announced the government, Tasmanian government leading into the election just earlier this year announced that they'd introduce extending care through to 21. We've had the South Australian government leading into their election have now announced that they announced during that time that they would extend carer reimbursements to foster carers and kinship carers through to 21, which was not the complete package, but a very uh, good advancement forward. And so we're looking to replicate this success here in Victoria leading up into the November election. Mm -hmm. We have an election in New South Wales and certainly we're launching our campaign, our home stretch campaign in New South Wales at the end of October and lead up to their March election next year. Mm -hmm. What we're looking for is asking both parties to say, well, we're going to take in, we're going to do the right thing by these children. I mean, I, I think many government representatives all opposition representatives are parents themselves. And so they see, they, they, you know, they go home. We can't have two rules here. We can't have, we, I go home to my teenage children and say, yeah, you're fine. I'm not, I'm not going to be asking you to leave home at 18 or whatever. You know, I'll care for you till you're ready to go. Well, Paul, you know, I, I think you're right. Most of them. The children and stay care. No, no, you're right. Most of them would get that. And then they come up against um, someone from Treasury who'd say, oh, are you aware how much this is going to cost? But you've done the research. And that's what I think is really great about your approach. You've, you've got, research on world leading practice which is 21 you've got social return on investment research $2.13 return for every dollar spent uh, it sounds like you might you might just get somewhere and for that I thank you it's a really good campaign well thanks for your interest not at all Paul McDonald the home stretch is the name of the campaign you can find out more about that at this website the home stretch all one word .org.au, thehomestretch.org.au. And Paul MacDonald is also uh, the head of Anglicare in Victoria. A national campaign was launched this week to allow children in out-of-home care to stay in foster care until they're 21. Now, currently, children in care have to leave when they turn 18. Now, from that point, they're expected to manage all the adult responsibilities of finding a home, a job, further education, managing their finance. They have to do all of that by themselves having had 
probably a fairly dysfunctional first 18 years. Um, of the children who live with a parent or parents, because not all kids who are, fo- uh, you know, um, out of home in out of home care are with foster parents. Eighty five percent of them are still living at home at the age of twenty one, but many of them um, are expected to launch into life on their eighteenth birthday. Which, if you if you know any eighteen year olds, you'll know that that can be a really difficult thing at the moment in our society. Discover more open house podcasts at openhousecommunity.com.au.